I woke up yesterday morning to find my Australian Shepherd Blue Healer mix, my four-year-old sweet penny, looking frail and weak. You know, you can just tell when you look in a dog's eyes, they look sick. And she gave me these sad, I don't feel good daddy eyes. And I tried to get her to go outside to use the, to, to make pee, like my mother-in-law says. And uh, I said, you need to go make pee? And she wouldn't move. Uh, I had to carry her outside. And that's when I, I noticed that she couldn't, that her, it was her rear legs that were trembling. Anyway, I checked it out and her pad, the skin on one of her pads on her uh, hind leg had been peeled off, the outer layer of skin, and, and was hanging, a piece of it was hanging from her pad. And you can imagine if you have a, if you've ever had a, a blister on, your, on the bottom of your big toe, or uh, what is that, a corn, or a planter's wart, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I had one on, right on the bottom of my big toe and had to have it frozen off. And it hurt like heck for a few days. I could hardly walk on it. I couldn't walk on it. I had to use a crutch. That was years ago. But I remember that pain. That was awful. So I could only imagine how bad it hurt uh, my sweet penny. Anyway, so I called the vet. They, uh, the vet wasn't available, not for a few hours. So they said I could drop her off then, but I didn't want to do that and leave her without family for no telling how many hours until the vet was able to see her. So I did what I now I've learned to normally do, to usually do. I went within. I prayed. And I think I've mentioned this before. If you look up prayer in the concordance, it means motion toward. And so that's what I did. I got silent and went within. I prayed. Uh, Neville Goddard says that you dwell, to dwell on anything, anything you desire, uh, feel the possession of it in the present, not the future, the present. Have and you have it right now, and you believe wholeheartedly that you have it at this moment. Uh, Mark eleven twenty four. Be believing that you've received it. And so that's just what I did with Penny. I didn't pray for uh, or didn't imagine that the vet was good and the vet was going to take care of everything. Uh, in the past, I would have been praying that the vet wouldn't charge me uh, hundreds of dollars to fix this, uh, to fix her paw. I, I could have prayed about the money, made it about the money, made it about you know, make it about the vet and just create war within myself, trying to get the vet there earlier, get the vet to pay attention to my dog, not charge me much uh, money for, the, for all of this. I could have gone to war within myself, uh, making it about other things, but I didn't. I got silent, and then I thought, well, what is a quick little scene, something that would imply Penny is all better? And in just those few moments, I just imagined hearing the clanging of her collar, the tags on her collar. I, it's a specific sound that I know when she's running toward me. She's running through our house. I can hear that ching, ching, ching of her collar. And so that's what I did. I imagined hearing that. And I just dwelled in that moment, 
hearing it and replayed it in my mind, just the clanging of the tags on the collar to where I got to the point where it created the tones of reality, like Neville calls it. I made it real. I felt it real, like Mr. 2020, my good friend in Australia says. I felt that, that moment real, and it became real. I still couldn't get into the, the vet. A couple of hours later, I'm looking at Penny, and then everything just clicked within. I, uh, it, I just figured out what to do. I was easily able to snip off the hanging skin. I cleaned her wound, applied antibiotic cream, and some uh, new skin for dogs. Everything just happened. It worked out perfectly. I was able to clean it and I put the medicine on it. Anyway, it hasn't even been, it's been 24 hours now and she's running. I hear the clanging of her collar down the hall right now. Neville says that wherever you're dwelling, your dwelling place, your assumptions, what you believe of yourself is what you're, you're confronted with daily in your life. Your inner world or your inner man determines what your outer man experiences. But I grew up not realizing that. I grew up relying on what my senses told me, relying on what the facts of the world said. Can't afford this. This person's sick. They can't be healed. Your puppy needs to go to the vet and spend the night in the vet. All of these things, whatever the world tells us is impossible, it's only impossible if you believe it is. So Sweet Penny is running around, she's healing up. At a first glance, you can hardly even tell that there was a that she was hurt. It's already healing up. I'm not amazed, I'm not surprised, because I went within and I imagined her being healed. What is it that you want? What is it you want in your life? A healing for yourself, for a loved one? Money? No, how about a life where you have no anxiety, where you're not constantly worried about how to pay the bills or, or worried about getting through school? Think what it is that you want. Decide what it is that you want. In this case, I wanted Penny healed. And I didn't make it about uh, all these details in between. I just went straight to the end. Like Neville Goddard says, go to the end. What do you want? And imagine a scene that implies your wish is fulfilled. And that's what it happened with Penny. It happens all the time with, with me and my family. My kids are learning. And this is not a once in a blue moon type of thing. We, we wake up. I wake up in the morning ready to start the day, already having imagined how great the day is going to be. I want to close with this quote. Uh, Michael Collins, the pilot of Apollo 11, the, and we just celebrated the 50th anniversary of the launch and the moon landing. Michael Collins in an interview on NBC just the other day talking about what it was like to see the world from the capsule. He said, I've got the whole world in my window. We all have the world in our window. We should look at it as a fragile object of great importance to us. We are somewhat responsible for what we see and the good and the bad of what we see. When he said that last sentence, it, wow, it just got me. Uh, we are responsible for what we see. 
the good and the bad of it. So what are you seeing out your window? Through your eyes, what do you see? Is it good? Bad? Is it suck? Is it a suck fest? Well, change it. Go within. Rearrange things in your mind. Neville says, he, uh, in a lecture I just heard today, rearrange the furniture in your mind. Take what you want and create that in imagination. And dwell in that until it takes on the tones of reality. Feel it real, like 2020 says. Feel it real. And drop it. You've planted the seed. You've fertilized the egg. And just continue to dwell from that. Stop thinking about how it's going to work. Well, what about this? What about that? We don't have to worry about the how. Go to the end. Determine what it is you want. Believe that you've received it. In, the, the, uh, in Mark eleven twenty four. The uh, literal translation is, be believing that you have received it. It's an ongoing thing. You don't just pray and then the next day, oh, well, how's it going to work out? I don't know. Well, I'm just believing God's going to do this. Be believing that it's done. So continue feeling that it's real, knowing that it's real. Let all your reactions be as if it's done already, because it is. It's already true. So what do you want? This is feeling twisty.